Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Live. Live. From Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. This is About Last Night with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. On the ToadHop Network. What's up, everyone? This is Brad Williams. Hey. And that's Adam Ray. And yeah. uh, you are listening to the About Last Night podcast. Right here on the Toad Hop Network. And, number three, uh, baby. Number three. Woo-hoo. Woo! We made it. I didn't kill myself. <laughs> although, although you probably tried this weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You so, were. Well, you, I was in Seattle visiting my family, and more importantly, my two nieces, who are twins and two and a half, and unbelievable, but uh, also uh, a solid method of birth control for me at this age. <laughs> um, I Isn't love that them. Amazing. It is amazing. And, you know, here's the thing. We went to the zoo. I think that's what heightened the whole um, me not wanting to have kids yet. Uh, seeing them experience animals for the first time was great. And mm-hmm. uh, But here's the thing about the zoo with kids that I learned. It's like it, most parents don't know shit about animals. I think most people in general. <laughs> so I found myself, like, making up facts about every animal they asked me about. They were like, uh, they were like what's that? And I was like, that's a hippo. And they're like, what does he do? And I was like, uh, you know, he... Uh, 
he eats a lot of the. He swims in the water. He's obviously he's very fat and he's big and he's he's lazy. <laughs> and they start asking more questions. So I was like, well, that's not going to cut it. So they're what like, does his diet consist exactly? Of? <laughs> oh, and then one of them goes, uh, he's like, so what does he do after he eats? I was like, well, oh, he's got a he's fucking I don't know, he's got a cleaning business Mondays and Fridays. I don't know. <laughs> and I was just like, make it up. And then uh, and that happens constantly. But um, you know, um, I did find out though that if. Um, I do change my name at some point from Adam to whatever. You know, a lot of actors have stage names. Right. Uh, one of my nieces suggested uh, that it should be peanut butter and jelly, which <laughs> sounds kind of funny, but I'm actually not I really opposed to that. I think everyone would remember you. So PB&J is an easy nickname already. Come, come to the stage. You've seen him on According to the Gym. <laughs> and in your cans at home when you were a child. PB&J. Yeah, All right, maybe it doesn't. All right, maybe well, not. Well, you know, uh, so you were back home in Seattle. Yes. Uh, I got to go to lovely Richmond, Virginia. Nice. Thank you to everyone that came out to the Richmond Funny Bone. <clears throat> uh, great shows. And thank you to the guy who brought me a Tim Tebow jersey yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, he knows he he follows me on Twitter and he knows that I'm a little bit of a Tebow fan and uh, he brought me a Tebow jersey. Wow! So didn't uh, even know you just said, "Hey, here's yeah. a here's a token of my appreciation." And uh, he he uh, tossed it to me and in perfect Tebow fashion. He missed me by about two and a half feet <laughs> and, and uh, decided to run it up to you. Yeah, exactly. Decided yeah. like maybe, maybe maybe I'll just hand it to you. Yeah, it'll be good. Fair enough. Uh, but it, it it was a great weekend of shows. Uh, the only thing that really the only sort of crazy thing that really happened was actually. Uh, this morning, uh, Adam and I are both literally flew in, him from Seattle, me from Virginia. Yeah, we were both, I think, leaving at like 5 a.m. this morning. Uh, so I had a 5.30 a.m. flight, and uh, someone decided to pull the fire alarm at my hotel at about 1, 1.30 in the morning. Oh, that's always great. That's great. When you're already knowing that you're going to get <laughs> Only maybe a couple two, hours. three hours of sleep, and then the fire alarm goes off. But what I've discovered is that when when you're in that mode of like REM sleep, you've gotten some good sleep. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I'll burn. Anyone could say anything to you, yep. and you're like, no, sleep is more important. <laughs> yeah. Jessica Alba could be at the foot of your bed in a nightie going, all right, big boy, yeah. let's go. And Here's you're like, your moment. No, no, no. Sorry, I was dreaming about flying with the Care Bears. <laughs> and that was so much better. So uh, so, so they came knocking on your door to, to yeah, wake you Yeah, we up. had to go out there and stand out there in our boxers, and unfortunately none of the women were wearing uh, anything good. Right, that's always the one fire alarm fantasy, is you're like, all right, well, at least <laughs> if everyone's going to be outside, there's always going to be two girls that were just like, oh my God, like, I just, I didn't, this is all I wear to sleep, and like, I didn't, this is all actually I packed, because, the, and there's nine of us in the room who couldn't get out because they were in the shower together. <laughs> right. You're like, what? That, and, and, this and, Holiday Inn is incredible. And, <laughs> and free I'm, breakfast? I'm, I'm coming back here. But yeah, uh, great, great weekends, and uh, yeah, more to come. But this is a very special yes, About, about Last Night podcast, because uh, it's our third podcast, but we have, uh, for the first time, a uh, guest. Another human to I, interact with. Right. It's going to be fun. Well, let's wait till the boys from the lab get back with that information. <laughs> oh, oh, already. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that, my friends, is the voice of Ralph Garman. Uh, if you live in Southern California, you obviously know Ralph from the Kevin and Bean show. He's a staple on that show. And uh, you could also hear his podcast with Kevin Smith. It's called Hollywood Babylon. And uh, they talk showbiz and crack wise and make a lot of anal sex jokes. We do. <laughs> is this mic on? Yeah, is it on? Can we hear him? Yeah. I don't yeah. hear myself. Let's turn up. It's freaky. All yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it's a lovely setup you have. You know, a little you know, <laughs> technical difficulties. It is. Do we mention it is the third episode? So yeah. we're still working the kinks out. It's all right. Well, the first guy. We only have two fucking microphones. I will. Really throws a monkey wrench into. Hello. There it is. Do you hear that? I hear you a little bit more. Do you? 
Turn that up. We are pro. Why don't I just yell like David Lynch for the whole interview? <laughs> that was the, great gonna... to be here, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are very entertaining. <laughs> hello, hello. That would be perfect. Uh, well, can you hear that? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll great. Just hold the microphone like yeah. that. Well, uh, while they're getting the microphone like At least there's a nice little stuffed orchid at hold on there. Look, he's even aware of the... He's like, I'm going to die if I fall off this thing. <laughs> well, uh, Ralph uh, Ralph yes, is Ralph. sort of... We turn them all up? Ralph nothing. is... We got nothing. I can hear you. You can hear yeah, yeah. you're yeah. in the same room with me. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Anybody? Uh, see, this Check. is the wonders of live <laughs> podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's all my time, folks. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. hey, wait, Ralph, man. thanks for stopping hey, by. There yeah. we go. There we go. Now, Let's turn everybody up a little bit, yeah. We have we have a we have a professional show now. Woo-hoo. Now, uh, Ralph, real quick, do you mind if I just list off some credits to not only pat you, we can pat yourself on the back here, but also let our viewers know what they're what they're getting of. Yeah, I mean, they, count- they still won't know, but try. No, no, no. I, I mean, all right. So, like Brad said, you've got your own uh, podcast, The Hollywood Babylon. You're an entertainment reporter for uh, the Kevin and Bean Morning Show here yeah. in Los Angeles yeah. on K Rock, and you've done that for how many years? Uh, 12, 13 years. Jesus. Yeah, morning radio for twelve or thirteen years. So you started. Explains why I look the way I do. <laughs> you know well, what? You one. are very. This one, which is good. This one, this this is the better one. Okay. Yeah, so you got to figure it out. Find a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've done. You've have countless TV movie credits. I mean, I'm just going to list us. Uh, uh, Doogie Howser. That's a, that's yeah. one that stands out to me. That really uh, makes you know the my. The, God, did you meet him? Oh, did I? <laughs> <laughs> Fucked him. <laughs> it says that no, he, I did. I did. he was straight but before he met Ralph Garman. We didn't even know he yeah. was gay at the time. <laughs> this turn me up. Is the no, move away. Okay. We turn me up a little bit too. <laughs> we, Otherwise, our I'm, sound guy's going crazy. Going down we were here an hour work. ahead of time to work all these. Yeah, out. no, yeah. Next time, yeah. Uh, yeah, Doogie was was great. He, now, was, he was just a kid back then. So of course, we were all just children. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now your character's role was Brian, and here's uh, the, yeah. the episode. Uh, Nothing compares to you. Mm-hmm. Now that just sounds like a classic. Like uh, you know, like there was a definitely a strong message being conveyed in this episode. Uh, there was. Um, I played a, a fanatical Sinead O'Connor fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was about his uh, his friend Ray, who was an African American. I remember Ray. EMT. Yeah. Uh, he finally, um, uh, I don't know, he got some sort of degree where he was able to work in the studio. I mean, I think he used to be uh, like an orderly, and then he became a, a, a right. an EMT. Right. And we were we were giving him a hard time because he killed a patient, uh, one of his first patients he dealt with. That's he right. And so me and the other EMTs, in a very high school bully fashion, (laughs) teamed up on him in the locker room and gave him a hard time. He couldn't touch another patient because he was so rattled by what we had done. Right. He didn't want to maybe kill... A second patient. Right. Yeah. So you and now did the did the him being black at all that factor into anything? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we, we made merciless racial. Comments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if 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 anything, you could always turn to Doogie Howser for intelligent for racial, racial yeah. commentary. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what's going on. <laughs> I was one of the bully EMTs, but they cast another guy who was a black guy to be the other bully EMT. I think to avoid any of course. image like, gotcha. that, like we were being hard on Ray because he was a black. guy. Of course. What's ironic about this whole thing is it a black there are two guy? Black doctors. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that happens? But what? A, but a black guy wrote the theme song. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. No, that's not true. I made that up. Cosby, but, um, Cosby was the only black doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only legit one. They I know Dougie Houser. <laughs> he 12 years old. But I had to be a little bit older when I started delivering babies. They <laughs> got You end every Cosby impression. I was just saying, every Cosby impression has to end with pudding pops, or, doesn't it? 
Look at my sweater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, as you could tell between his uh, David Lynch impression and uh, his uh, now Bill Cosby impression, Ralph is the man of, I think your nickname is now the man of 29 voices? Uh, we upped it. I think it's 31 now. 31 nice. voices. 31 nice. in the shoot. But it's they're like Baskin solid. Robbins. <laughs> you're, you're the Baskin Robbins of voices. Yeah, that works out. And uh, Now, fa Family Guy, you, I mean, a, a shit ton, huh? I, I mean, do, like I do, uh, 56 episodes, it said? Uh, that's I, probably I more than that. That's a little, uh, that sounds a little light. I think I've... Uh, more than that, but uh, yeah, do we got we, some, yeah, we're still. You know me? what? I think by that's minute his, that, forty-seven, yeah. we'll have this figured out. That's actually not the microphone. That's Ralph's excellent impression of Megatron that's from right. yeah. from the Transformer movies. Yeah. So, Thank you for you gracing go. us with that. I'm doing it. <laughs> what the doing fuck is going on? Uh, Friday. There processor. it is. There it is. Is that better? Yeah, you All sound right. a lot better now. Uh, yeah, I do almost every episode of Family Guy. No now, shit. So it's been a couple seasons that they've had me on every episode. I mean, it's my favorite show of all time. Can you briefly just? Uh, it's fucking brilliant. It's it's as fun as it sounds, right? I mean, like obviously to get to do voiceover work is incredible. I'm a big fan of the show, and I tell people that and they're like, "Well, you should be. You work on it." But the thing is, when you do voiceovers. Um, they just give you the sides. Mm -hmm. They give you your stuff. You yep. don't get a chance to read the whole script. So I'll go in there and I'll record maybe two or three episodes in a row and I'll do, uh, you know, the doctor here or fireman number one over here and fill out a couple different roles and then I'll go home and months later watch it on television and start okay. laughing my ass off. Right. Say, oh, that's how that fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. But Seth is just... Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the word genius gets thrown around in entertainment way too much. Mm -hmm. But I literally think he's a genius. For sure. Because not only is he... A genius writer of funny, funny material, which is hard enough. You guys know how to come uh -huh. sure. somebody just writes funny. Because he's overseeing it, every, I mean, if not episode. maybe writing a good chunk of constantly peppering jokes up. and Absolutely. I mean, every script goes through him. He sits in. He's directing all the voiceover actors when we do our lines and stuff. He's in the room. Wow. And then he'll read with you, and he does Stewie and Brian and oh, Peter, you know, God. back to back to back. And they're completely That helps so people. much so that you're not just doing it blind and it's wild. It's incredible. It's, a, it's one of my favorite things in the world to do. Is, uh, Any uh, favorite voice that you've done? I mean, you've done so many, just a variety of characters and uh, impressions, right, my, on the show? My personal favorite was when you played the abusive boyfriend, uh, which was actually kind of your voice. Wait a minute. That episode was... Wait a minute. The Quagmire's sisters? Sister, yeah. That episode yeah. was just... Oh, that was you. Yeah. That's fucking incredible. The story of Brenda Q, it's called. And I played <laughs> Jeff, her abusive uh, her abusive boyfriend, who yeah, what's, eventually is taken out to the woods to be murdered of by, course. by Peter. What's one of the lines when they... When he's a, like, he go get me a drink, and then he shoves her down, right? When they come in, they're like, hey, Jeff, and they're going to go take him out to the woods. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that vo that's fucking... Dude, that's, Shut up! I'm trying to watch Leno! <laughs> <laughs> he's a Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He speaks to me as a mediocre-minded person. Yeah. <laughs> speaks to my common man sensibilities. <laughs> and then there was one that you're like, I don't get it, but it's still kind of funny or something. Yeah, that's great. And I did uh, Ted Turner. That's when a lot of fans remember. No shit. I did the Ted Turner episode where... Bill uh, Gates and they're all hanging out. Where Peter, yeah, where Peter's dog, Brian, knocks up uh, uh, Peter Schmidt's dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seabreeze. I know way too end. much about this show. Yeah, Wait, <laughs> than I do. Can we hear a little of the Ted Turner? I, I think it was so long ago. It was one of the first voices I did. I forget. It's just some redneck right. uh, you know, country, country right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, how much of uh, do they give you? Because I know, um, uh, and I do some voiceover, and like when I see animated things, sometimes they'll give you a picture of the character, right? But I mean, not with 
Family. Family. family guy. Yeah, you just because the roles that a I a little bit like, of a breakdown I'm and the then utility guy. Yeah, so they'll they'll break it down and say this is just a doctor and one of. The, I do a lot of the cutaway stuff. Right. You know, when Peter says this reminds me of the time when, and then they yeah, go yeah, into yeah. whatever, and yeah, I'm yeah. Not filling in the blanks. But that's uh, fucking it's a, it's a blast. It's a great time. There's a great people to work with over there, and everybody. I mean, I mean, I've known a lot of them for a long time. Seth Green's been a buddy of mine for a while, and uh, you, you did some mads. You know, Lois uh, or uh, Alex Borstein. From, Alex Borstein and mm-hmm. I used to be in the same sketch and improv comedy troupe oh, many years ago called the Acme Comedy Theater. Which was where yes, that's I, over, that's on Mel, uh, Lebray, yeah. Lebray, yeah. That's <laughs> where you met uh, Corolla, Corolla too, right? And I yeah, first met there, yeah. and that's uh, you and you guys were roommates. Yeah, we lived together for years. Uh, because here's, I mean, because people who listen to the Kevin and Bean Show know Ralph now as a as a family man. You got a lovely wife, daughter. Yes, but back in the day, you used to snort up coke like. Like Coke. Like, 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 like it like was a drug. It would. Like it was, like a, it drug was a drug that you that needed really to get fucking <laughs> high. Enjoyed doing a lot of. Like it was a white powdery substance <laughs> right. that I could find that, for a reasonable price almost anywhere <laughs> that I would cut into to long lines yeah, and yeah. just to absorb it. As if my, you were going to snort it. My nasal membrane. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's and it's just so, it's, it's so crazy to me that you went from a such a party lifestyle where you're doing... Coke, you're uh, dating porn stars. I think you had a serious relationship with Ginger... Ginger Lynn. Ginger yeah. Lynn. Who... TJ Hart, I dated her for a while. Wow. There were a couple of adult it is actresses. Cr- it is crazy that you went from that to that, but I think that's a natural... I mean, obviously, since you've had a lot of success, I think eventually you just... what it just You, you get to a point where you're like, all right, fucking... Um, it, it starts to affect the work, maybe, or what? Um, It didn't really affect no. <laughs> He does voices for God's sake, so yeah, I didn't really have to up. maintain any certain level of excellence. <laughs> there wasn't like one, like you know, some people have like they're like you know, yeah, I mean everything was fucking. I was partying all the time, and then like one night I got really fucked up, and I drove to Cabo, and uh, we stole a boat from some kids, and we fucking, and then we you know went to Disneyland and dressed up as characters, and then I realized I got a. But you didn't have I any. I never had to come to Jesus moment. No. <laughs> I guess I that's what I was getting. Bored at. with it, really, is what happened. Because I was a bartender for a long time before I started working regular in show business, and the bartender lifestyle is pretty much like show business without the money or success. But right. in terms of <laughs> yeah, the excess, job. in terms of the booze and the right. drugs and the sex, that is mm-hmm. all there. Right. Only you're fucking a lower class, a whore, <laughs> right. and, uh, and you're doing it on the cheap. You know, everything gets graduated a little bit. Just downgraded. So I've been doing that for years, and then I started having a little success in the radio, and I started parlaying that into, you know, higher grade drugs and pussy. Sure. <laughs> and it was If you great. could refrain from the P word on this show, because oh, we're sorry. trying to keep uh, some, you know, some sort of... Uh, Oh. We've got like a handful of twelve. We get there's a there's a little league team in South Dakota that is big fans of Brad, and we want to keep you guys sponsoring. You're on the back of their jersey. Yes, yeah, right. It's, exactly. it's Harris's lumber is the sponsor. <laughs> fucking yeah. Um, no. So I got bored with it eventually. Of course. And the timing was right because just when I was feeling like God, this is um, this is kind of like the same old, same old, which sounds mm-hmm. crazy. You'd think because it's because it's cocaine and. Pussy, and booze, and, <laughs> yeah. and women. But you were finding yourself great. in the same situations with the same yeah, people. It wasn't the... very satisfying. Every day I wake up inside a random hot woman. Sure. This is terrible. Boobs and pancakes <laughs> for breakfast. You know what the thing with women is? Eventually, there becomes it's like a it's like one of those old time scales, where the pussy is worth all the trouble. And mm-hmm. then slowly, as you get older and smarter, those scales <laughs> begin to tip and tip and tip. And then right, right, right. Like, 
if I have to listen to her say one more fucking thing, <laughs> I'm going to take her life and then my yeah. own. Yeah. Right. No, there, uh, there's a comic uh, who goes up a lot at the comedy store. His name is uh, Jackson Purdue, and he has an he has a great joke, kind of like the same analogy where where, where, he, where he's a little older gentleman. I think he's in his fifties, and he says, "When it comes to pussy nowadays, I'm like a lazy infielder. If it's hit right to me." I'll nab up anything, but I ain't diving for that shit anymore. <laughs> and I and I would think that that's kind of how that goes. And uh, and I, I know I'm only 28, but I go on the road now. And when I was 22, I would like drive three towns away to get laid. Oh, I'd, yeah, I'd, sure. I'd, I'd, I'd be in a cab with some random person, just like, hey, let's see where this goes. Of course. But now, if she's not coming back to my hotel room, no, too much trouble. Too much effort, I won't yeah. have to worry about how to. What excuse I have to get to like leave your place? Or, and that's like, also a testament step to on your cat. Of course, <laughs> that's also a testament to the uh, the movie selection that hotels are now uh, giving you, right? Because right. you're like, hey, you know what? I could go back. I could see Grown Ups too yeah. right now <laughs> at four in the morning. I missed Moneyball in theaters. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> I got Moneyball in Spanish and English and German. In the which... bright lights, you don't look quite as good as Brad Pitt. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> No. Well played. And yeah. <laughs> uh, now, now uh, was it? So anyway, I had a lot of fun. And yeah. I did a lot of sex, and I had a, a lot of drugs and uh, a lot of booze. And it was. And I never. I always prided myself on being like not the sloppy guy. I was right. never a sloppy drunk. I never did too much. You were the fun guy. Where the paramedics had to be called. Right. I was always able to temper myself. Sure. And somebody uh, tells me you were like the almost like the center of the party more often than not, yeah? Ah, not or are you so able much. to enter, I mean, you just... Yeah, I, I was never like an attention, a needy attention whore. I just liked to have a good time. You would have a good time, yeah. but you didn't abuse it. You weren't doing it to just get blackout fucked up. Right, and yeah. I always hated those guys who did Me too, I man. I always hated the oh, sloppy drunks that you had to take care of and coddle right. and like, you know, save from themselves at the end sure. of the Sure. Because guys don't want to do that. No, that's, I'm nobody's babysitter. That, that's the woman thing where the where, where the leader comes over and holds the hair yeah. and they form the little force field around yeah, the yeah. girl so no guy fucks her in her weakened state, which is <laughs> is right. exactly what we're looking for, which is so counterproductive. Guys just get pissed off and annoyed, and then eventually, and that's why I think the drawing dicks on the forehead happened. When it was like, we're going to punish you for being what you are. We're going to put it on your forehead to let you know that that's what you had in your mouth last night. That's the asshole tag. Right. right. And, and also with guys, I think it's just like we always think, ah, he'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a guy. But, yeah, he's a guy. He'll be fine. I, by those, I, by that standard alone, he, he should be able to... He can't stand up. He's heading to his car right now. Uh, he's in town he's never been in before. He'll get home. Dude, he's got a phone. <laughs> he's got a Jeep. Yeah, there's always... Is it? That's Darwin in action. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think... I, let nature right. take I think, its course. I think that's what we think of is great. Now I don't have to buy his round anymore. Sure. And he, and he could just feel off. Sure. Or maybe he good. was talking to the girl you were talking to as well. I mean, you know, there's a lot of factors. <laughs> or he's a decoy for the cops, so I can drive home. <laughs> yeah, 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 Send yeah, him out yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. We leave five minutes later. Yeah, yeah. And, it's like, and it's like the weak gazelle at the watering hole when right. the lions go down. <laughs> you know that you can safely get to the next grazing place. Exactly. So, so if, if your daughter grows up and comes to you one day and says, hey, I, I was at a party and uh, some someone offered me cocaine. No, no, no. Deny, <laughs> deny, deny. Yeah. Because be yeah. you know, I think all parents do it. You sure. You think you're the exception. You know, you were able to be a drunken pervert mm -hmm. and then turn your life around. But right. you can never admit that to your kid because, right. Right. God forbid, they, they take one footstep into that world, they're going to go right down the toilet and yeah. they're going to burn out. And everyone's got their own path and experience and the people she runs 
runs into aren't going to be the people that you necessarily were hanging with. So I will lie to her and tell her I did none of those things. <laughs> I was a That's saint like, yeah. and let her find her own way. But I worked at the YMCA. She'll err to the side of caution. <laughs> that sounds filthier than anything I've done. <laughs> yeah. I worked at the YMCA. Well, don't say it like I said it. You yeah. worked at the YMCA. Yeah. I was uh, blowing guys in the locker room for uh, Coke money back in the day, honey. But uh, yeah. we've got more money. I'll, I'll give you the Coke money. You'll get the good stuff. Coke money and the guys really wanted the basketball court that day. So I, I, I had to step up in there. Right. It's a negotiation, honey. <laughs> I folded the towels. I dusted their balls. Anyway, what time is it? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, and I mean, I know that eventually, if I ever have kids, I'm that I'm definitely going to have stories such as that that I'm going to have to hide, you yeah. know, of just uh, no, no, daddy never had sex with some guy's wife while the husband was watching. No, that that that, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, give me back that video. What did yeah. It yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there stuff that you, I mean, obviously now it's with uh, social media and just every all the information being like, as soon as something happens, people can just make it and it's, you know, there forever. Are there things that you are like, oh, thank God, like that fucking text or that, you know, email didn't go through or whatever that's like. Well, I, I lucked out because I met my wife when I was 40. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty much done with that part of my life, and I met her, and I kind of straightened up. And that was just when all that stuff was starting to happen, oh, you shit. know, internet and Facebook and all that kind of thing. So I really dodged right. a lot of bullets. However, I am in Ginger Lynn's E! True Hollywood Story. So that, <laughs> nice. that's out there. So yeah, eventually my yeah, daughter may be able to find that place. Yeah, I, I, I think you and Charlie Sheen, right? And Billy Idol. All, all, the, all the guys. All the guys. I'm, I'm all like, the guys. You know the team. <laughs> yeah. I'm listed as the in-between the famous people she fucked. Ginger Lynn met this guy. That's kind of how they... That's how they Couch it. <laughs> but I was the only one who was willing to go on You remember right? Brian from Doogie Howser, right. don't you? Yeah. The episode where the black guy killed somebody? Well. The generic voiceover guy from Family Guy also got his turn on yeah. Ginger Lynn. Oh, wow. I mean, now, now I've had, uh, I, I don't know if you call them relationships with porn stars, but eh, they were somewhat that. You have a huge porn star following. Yeah. yeah. Brad has the biggest uh, porn star following, I think, on the planet. Every porn star I see on Twitter says, oh, funny Brad. Funny Brad, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's come to a taping. Yeah, bring your Jewish friend. Yeah, that's me. By the way, I'm referencing me gotcha. in the taping we went Jewish to. Well, yeah. you, well, you know, uh, I, I think for me, it's the same thing that I believe uh, they're thinking, which is just this is just something new and exciting and something that they haven't done, or one of the rare things that they haven't done is a midget. <laughs> right. So they go. Is that funny, Vol- <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I've done everything else. Seven different types of anal, but they've never done a midget. Yeah. Right, and and we hurt so much less. <laughs> you know what? Is that? <laughs> that's a bumper sticker. By the way, right. try it. Try it with a midget. Unless you try spelunking so them and going yeah. in with the whole body. What? What are you doing with that belay? You'll find out. <laughs> Just bite your lip. Chilean miner with one of those helmets with a lamp on the front of it. Hi ho, hi ho. Exactly. Oh. Hey, I want to give them a memorable experience, so I show up. I don't want anyone to come out of a a, a, a one night stand with me going, you know what? You didn't get the full midget experience. Sure. They didn't have it. I show up with all the stereotypes. I show up with the pot of gold i show up with the oompa loompa wig and orange face paint best and action it's all good. figure ever by the way if you're showing up with your own fucking accessories like that right exactly yeah. full body condom oh my god some I'm, sort of like weird hologram of like munchkin land so they can feel like there's other ones watching you absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely oh man uh, well, i got some stories yeah uh, <laughs> a, uh, no because like i i've been to dwarf conventions and dwarf conventions are who has it <laughs> i know right yeah come on man and that's literally like a thousand dwarves in one hotel so uh, so i've literally hooked up with, with a dwarf in the bathtub while like like literally like 12 other dwarves were like drinking and partying in the main part of the hotel room and like pounding on the door like we gotta get in there then you just hear yeah 
Someone oh. clean that up. Oh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, Jesus. God. I just oh. caused that. Midget vomit? Midget <laughs> <laughs> hey. What does it smell like? Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't want to be rude, though. I was going to say some sort of fruity candy. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I think that we should go into the commercial break yeah. on midget vomit. <laughs> I, I think that that's... <laughs> Same with my band. I hope you pick up the album. We're playing the Troop this weekend. Oh my Check God. out Midget I, I think that's actually the high point of the show. We may never top that. But uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then uh, be right back with more with Ralph Garman. This is the About Last Night podcast. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
now back to About Last Night. On the Toad Hop Network. And we are back. This is the About Last Night podcast. And uh, our guest is Ralph Garman. Now, if you have a question for Ralph... Uh, whatever that Keep may be. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, uh, yeah, if, if you have a question for Ralph uh, and you are watching us or listening to us live, you can actually call us right now at 888-520-4374. That's 888-520-4374. And if you're listening to this a few days later on uh, iTunes, uh, go fuck yourself. No, <laughs> no, no don't call. And again, <laughs> and again, our guest, Ralph Garman, uh, entertainment reporter for the Kevin and Bean Show for uh, 12 plus years. Uh, yeah. His own podcast, Hollywood Babylon, on the Smodcast Network. Uh, family Guy, Doogie Howser, Eagle Eye. Hey, uh, don't forget Bobby on Charmed, House. Bobby, Bobby on House, <laughs> NYPD Blue. Got strong. Bones coming up. Hey, where else Do you really? Pimp? Yeah, Do you? I want Bones coming up. That's and, a great uh, show. Speaking of Family Guy, you're in the new uh, Seth MacFarlane movie. Ted, Ted. Seth, Wait, movie. what? Coming out in right. July. <laughs> what? Seth MacFarlane. Farland's first uh, feature film as a director. Trailer looks hilarious. It's you've already seen it. A scream. You this movie is so. I mean, I'm obviously you're biased. biased. Doesn't matter. But I rem I was there when we read the first table read of the script, and people were <laughs> falling over laughing just reading it out loud. I mean, it is a brilliantly funny script, and but, uh, and I think a lot of people are really going to like it. Uh, the it, the uh, the uh, restricted trailer. Uh, the red band. Yeah. yeah. Watch that. Don't watch the right. The censored one, the fuck you thunder thoughts, the thunder thing. Yeah. No, you got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fuck you thunder song yeah. is just that made me die laughing. The Thunder Buddies, they, yeah, they yeah, Thunder Buddies from way back. <laughs> uh, now, are you are you uh, a live action actor, and you do a voice yeah, for it? Okay, yeah, cool. I play uh, Mark Wahlberg's dad in Flashback. Fucking awesome. Because the premise is uh, Wahlberg as a kid doesn't really have any friends, and he gets this teddy bear for Christmas. And so he wishes on the Christmas star that the, the bear would come to life and be his best friend. When he's a kid, he's wishing When he's a kid, he's right. like seven years old. Gotcha. And it happens. It's a Christmas miracle. And it's, <laughs> the movie starts off very sort of like Disney, lovey-dovey, Christmas awesome. miracle yeah. great. family film. And then they flash forward 30 years. And they're still best friends, but now they just sit on the couch, just smoking. And they grow up together. Television. <laughs> that's, yeah. And that's and they're such like a... two assholes who just can't get a job and right. can't maintain a relationship. And they're just two idiots. Only one happens to be a right. live stuffed bear, and the other one's a I think Mark it's a, Wahlberg. It's a better payoff, too, right, if you have that contrast, if you start off and give it somewhere to build to where Absolutely. you get to. Cause if you, so you can see that the bear was also like the kid, innocent and sweet, and then they both kind of... And it's funny because Ted the bear starts off sort of like a child star because it's a talking stuffed animal becomes right. a big big star mm -hmm. and then his career sort of goes in the toilet. And, oh, for and, real? And no one cares about him anymore. But he gets kind of used to it, so no one really cares. So he's like, yeah, because I I was wondering about that because in the trailer it it, it seems like. No, like he's the bear is just reacting with everyone normally, and no one's going, "Holy fuck, a talking bear!" Right. Well, he's been around for thirty years. Initially, okay. they were like, "Holy shit, it's a talking bear!" And I'm like, "Oh, there's that talking." I remember seeing him. It's like Gary Coleman walking. Up. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, I remember him. Well, well now Gary Coleman, Coleman. Yeah, yeah, would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit, he's yeah. still alive. I think people would be a little more excited than just, "Oh, hey, look at that fucking ghost." There's a ghost of a of a, of a famous TV actor. What you talk about ghost? <laughs> what you talking about ghost? I love it. I wish we could end on that. Yeah, right. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, well, never. midget vomit. Let's uh, somehow get <laughs> that back, back in there. For... Well, uh, I'd like to talk about, first of all, uh, Ralph. Uh, and uh, Ralph was very uh, instrumental in getting me on the Kevin yeah. Bean show. How did you guys meet? Talk about this. Because you were telling me that he's pretty much the reason that you have this podcast and the yeah. reason that you are alive and the reason that you're <laughs> yes. and the reason that you're a dwarf. So right. I want to hear about all right. these things. Uh, I was a five foot five comedian. <laughs> it wasn't going very well. Uh, Ralph aside said, kid, listen what to you, me. What you need to do. Dwarfs are going to be in. <laughs> so here's, I got a guy. I know a guy. He works out of a panel van. 
Uh, off of Cherokee, just off of Hollywood. <laughs> He'll take off, what do you, what do you, a foot, foot and a half? <laughs> yeah. I think, take about a foot and a half off you. <laughs> I like that you became Larry King right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, but uh, Ralph, we were introduced to each other at the uh, Hollywood Babylon podcast. Yes. I believe, and then well, I uh, met you once before pr- briefly. Oh, at the at a live broadcast we were doing for the radio show for with, Kevin and uh, Miss Double December pageant, which right. is the greatest idea in the history of what all is the radio. That? Every year we we do a, like a beauty pageant to find our spokeswoman for Genius. the year. Oh my god! And uh, we do it in December, so we ended up calling it the Miss Double December competition. Perfect with uh, large-breasted girls. There yep. was about ten of them, and then we have a big event where the listeners come down, and when we vote on who's going to be uh, Miss Double December for the upcoming year. Now, how do the girls get uh, rallied in? Are they just they, uh, they have to submit their application? So and pictures and everything have been come through. Yeah, and and I'm sure the archives of pictures that you guys have in the office are spectacular. Yeah, I can't imagine you're only picking ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we we narrow it down to ten right. finalists, and then the listeners vote on who they think the the number one should be. So we we make it a manageable number because our listeners would. Just there must be some insanely hot women that you don't they don't even make the top ten, huh? Not so much. Turns <laughs> out <laughs> not a lot of hot In girls fact, are trying to get into radio. Only two of the ten are good, and the other eight are just There's filling a lot roster of other media spots. Media out there that takes all the beautiful women out of What's the way. What's that called, Ralph? Well, television. Oh, and, well, you know, uh, photographs and <laughs> yeah. movies. Sure. And then, by the time they get down to radio, a lot of the hot ones have chosen other professions. Well, you TV know. needs a new weather girl every five <laughs> yeah. days, so you know. It, it, Which, it by the way. Uh, there, just in the airport. Uh, fuck it, is it just me or weather? And I don't watch a lot of news, but the weather girl. I was just in Seattle, like just on the TV, like she was mm. insanely hot. Yeah, every and time I think competing. Like, I mean, isn't who, there isn't there a lawsuit by some some dude? Yeah, some dude. A uh, weather guy got fired to bring in some. Yeah, I I don't know who. I it was forget. locally here in L.A. He, oh, he, was. he applied for a job with KCAL, I think Channel Nine here, mm-hmm. and uh, they said, well, you know what, uh, you're not what we're looking for. He's like, I I've got a degree in meteorology, you know, I've done this much. He's like, no, you don't understand. He's like, my son is that kid from Charlie Brown with the rain clouds. <laughs> I mean, I I'm really tied to weather in my I life. No weather. They said, no, we're looking for a hot chick because that's who people want to see. And what so we now really need is tits. Yeah. <laughs> we, we really but need see, that. who's watching me like, you know what, I can only pay attention to the possibility of thunderstorms if I'm not, if, unless I'm seeing fucking <laughs> vagina and boobies. Then I'll, then I'll really maybe fathom the idea that there's hail tonight. But it's Los Angeles. There's no weather to yeah, report, exactly. so they have to get your yeah, attention Yeah, all right, you're exactly right. right. That's what it is. Yeah. But even Seattle, though, on that, I mean, that girl was insane. I mean, I guess it's... But sex Adam, yourself, right? Adam, yeah. she was the most qualified person for the job. How yes. dare you? You're right. You're right. Hey, hey. Stormy Von go. Clouds. Is, she's the best one for the... <laughs> Stormy Von Clouds. Just so happens her name was... That right. was her poor name and they let it carry over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stormy <laughs> Von Clouds. You can use that. By the way, you want to be a midget? <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> Man, that, that panel van is getting oh, some work. Yeah, so anyway, this guy shows up at a Miss Double December competition yeah. with his friend, and a guy comes up to me and says, hey, my friend's a midget. Uh, how about if he comes up on stage and starts humping the leg of the winner of the Miss Double December competition? <laughs> at this point, I'm like, Half a dozen Jamesons in. <laughs> that sentence sounds by, incredible, by, by the way. By 9.30 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, absolutely, bring out your <laughs> friend. Have, hump, hump, have him hump the girl's leg. <laughs> and he did. He ran yeah. out there. And then I heard afterwards, oh, he's also a stand-up comic. I said, oh, sure he is. The guy's running around <laughs> sure. humping girls. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's got comic. some jokes. Sure. Yeah. Well, well, it turns out I was uh, half a Jameson in that day, so I was drunk off my ass. Now, how far <laughs> were you into comedy at this point? Uh, that was uh, like seven years. Okay. Seven years. Yeah, so seven it wasn't, years. okay. Because I, I was curious if it was one of those things where you've done stand-up 20 times and you and you got, find yourself in this position you're like, right. yeah, I'm a comic. So I'm no, a comic. I got a full hour. I'm going <laughs> up at the comedy store next month and then two years after that I'll be back there. <laughs> no, he just did it for fun. He just happened to 
be there. And that's awesome. Fun. Yeah, because well, uh, it, it's done. Uh, it's done at this bar in Fullerton called the Slide Bar, which is actually across the yes. street from my house. Yes. So uh, yeah, you've been there yep. a couple times. Uh, and uh, so yeah, so that's where we met initially. Uh, ran into you again at your podcast. I remember right. uh, the guy who uh, partly owns this network, uh, Frank Kelly. Uh, who also owns the Lovitz Theater. He was very instrumental in that. And uh, I think the next day you started following me on Twitter. I didn't ask you to, but you did. No. And that's awesome. Said, Let's see what this guy's got. And I said, bam, damn, he's funny. <laughs> who knew? Who knew? <laughs> and then when did you get to see him do stand-up for the first time? Uh, I think it was at the Lovitz. I think it was before you were. Oh, you did a show before one of the uh, podcasts mm-hmm. that we do. Because our podcast we do with a live audience. And, yeah. uh, and so we, uh, we do the late show at the Lovitz. And I think you were doing the 8 o'clock show. And right. we were doing the 10. So I came in a little bit early and I caught most your set. I said, damn, it's really, really yeah. funny stuff. And uh, you had retweeted several of my uh, tweets, and uh, you have amazing number of followers, and uh, they start following me. So to thank you, I uh, brought you a uh, bottle of whiskey wow. and, and uh, just for retweeting me. And basically, the moral of the story is, people, alcohol will get you anywhere Absolutely. In, yes. in life. Yeah, <laughs> just about anything. Booze, drugs, and women will <laughs> grease, of course. grease the wheels for almost anything oh, yeah. you want to get into. You know how I can back that up? I used to work at Albertsons, the grocery store in high mm-hmm. school, and I stole deodorant once, uh, not because I couldn't afford it, but because we didn't get any discounts at Albertsons, so I felt like well, I was owed them. something. Yeah. So I stole granola bars, deodorant, and toothpaste. My boss caught me. I bought him booze. He said, we're all good. Wow. <laughs> he said, that's, that's like, our, I swear to God, that's a true story. That's our life lesson. Um, and and uh, yeah, I mean, and I gave you the I gave you the bottle, and then you said, "Why don't you come on the show?" And we brought uh, you on the radio show, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. I had you co-host with uh, with me on the Hollywood Babylon podcast, and right. you were a huge hit. So much that we're bringing you back this weekend. Fuck I will yeah. be there. So anybody listening this weekend sure. in Southern California, come see me and Brad do uh, the Hollywood Babylon. Show. Yeah, where is that at? And what yeah, time? It's at the Lovitz, okay. uh, City Walk, and Universal Studios, 10 p.m. on Saturday night, mm-hmm. the 28th. You can go to thelovitz.com for details and to buy tickets. Right. Now, this might sound uh, like a stupid question, but live podcast versus this, a lot better? Um, just different. Just because you get the live audience. Yeah, because we have 250 sure. people watching, so you have to put on a show. you know. So ours right. is Because we're performing for ourselves pretty much right now right. and make each other laugh. Mm-hmm. But if you're getting the... And f- that works. I mean, people yeah. like to hear that kind of stuff. Sure. It's just a different vibe when you're actually performing for an audience and you're trying, you're counting on getting laughs. And you know, So we have it a little bit more structured as a show. We've got recurring segments and bits and nice. things like that. You know, right. Audio and visual elements. You know, We put up pictures and video clips. And that sure. Kind of well, we have bits. I mean, that Doogie Howser thing. That we bring good. that up in every episode. <laughs> so it just so happens. Paper lanterns. Yeah, I'm very impressed here. by yeah. it. Yeah. Doing a podcast in a Chinese restaurant. It's, it's very nice. Exactly. Exactly. By the way, did you want some orange chicken with your chow mein? I want orange chicken. Okay, okay. Give me some of that because my stomach is bothering me. Uh, uh, I got I to gotta learn how to do more voices. Right? I mean, you got a couple. You got well, a couple like, character voices. You but can do. I'll be honest with you, the one, the the voices I do, I'm doing impressions of Ralph Garman oh, doing, impressions. doing impressions. You sure. bastard! <laughs> yeah, yes. hearing from my lawyer. Right? Exactly. So I what, gave you a career. Damn it! Isn't that enough? Must <laughs> you keep taking from me? Absolutely. Isn't your lawyer Al Pacino? <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you, Brad, it's a little shame how you keep stealing this is material. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. It's bad enough. I mean, look at the guy. He's a wreck. That's all he's got is his little voices. And then you're going to take him from him? No. No way. I won't let it happen. <laughs> How did you start doing... I, I used to try to want to do a Pacino, but then, I mean, like, I, I feel like the starting with the hoo-ha, that's where it starts, Charlie, like, kind of deep, right? But, like, how did you start... 
I did a movie with Pacino. Shut up. Yeah, uh, I, I did a movie called Two for the Money with uh, Matthew McConaughey yeah. and Al Pacino. <laughs> and it's a great so movie. I was in Vancouver. It's not a great movie. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I enjoyed it's it. Uh, I mean, yeah, all right. Um, um, at least he's honest. I enjoyed it. I was in Vancouver for a month with Al Pacino. And so wow. I never really did one. I did I did the scent of a woman like you're talking about. Of course. Like, Ooh, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him so well. Oh, call him Jack. Right. right. <laughs> that last speech at the end, I mean, you always want to try to remember right. his any given Sunday speech. But I. <laughs> I was started hanging out with him a little bit, and uh, it sounds such a fucking bullshit showbiz thing to say. Yeah, I was hanging out with no, him. No, but yeah, well, and I was, said it like that. And by, and by that, you mean you grabbed M&Ms at the same time as him at <laughs> the craft service table. It was very nice, and yeah. all my scenes were with him, so we oh, actually would sit around and have conversations when they changed the setup. And, and what were some of those, uh, the highlights of those small talks? Well, my, the highlight for me Wish was... Wish they were all green M&Ms. <laughs> the reason I got my new Pacino impression was because cool. of... Um, because of the conversation that I had with him, which was we were waiting on a setup, and one of the desks we were sitting on had a deck of playing cards, a set dressing. So he picked him up, and he started doing card tricks for me. Get wow. So I got Michael here. Corleone sitting next to me on a desk <laughs> doing card tricks. Oh my and he God. started by going, he spread out the cards and went, oh. And, and that was all it took me. That was the thing that stuck with me. So every Pacino impression I did from that point on started with, open mouth. Oh. <laughs> and then the eyes. Oh. <laughs> All right. I want you to pick a car. <laughs> For some reason, everything got bigger and louder at the end of every sentence he was saying. And I pick one and go, oh, now I'm going to tell you which card you picked. And you're going to be impressed. <laughs> yes, yes, so yes, that you know. uh, became what the ooh-ah was yeah. previously. It was just something you grab The levels in his voice, like the way he kind of like you just did it, like oh, starts yeah. off soft and get, I mean. Starts all slow and kind of confused and then he gets out of it because i think for right impressions i mean i don't know how you uh you know create yours or uh but obviously having things to emulate like that that stick out right and that for for him i feel like that's i was talking to jay moore about this because he, he's another right. guy who does killer oh, amazing impressions and we both came to the conclusion that you need something to hang your hat on in order, in order to sure. start working on a voice if you don't have an angle or you, there's not right. a sound or a, or a noise or one yeah. word that sure. you can pick out and say yeah I, i'll start with that then you're screwed yeah so that's I, the hardest part I, I was listening to Jay, and he and uh, he was one of the first guys. I think he might even be then the first guy to do walking. Like I don't really think a lot of people did walking until Jay Moore. Yep. And uh, I think he said like walking just has the when you do walking, you just have to make a one syllable word, a two syllable word, or possibly three. So instead instead of bat, like so instead of the word bat, he's like it's a bat. And you just kind of like extend it like an extra thing, and that was sure. like his tick that got. And now it, it's funny because now everyone does walking. Like every comedian goes up there and goes, "I, I can't do it when I'm in front of the master. Sure, I'm just, sure, I'm sure, just sure. trying to think." Sure. <laughs> you know, well, go ahead. No, I was just gonna do a walk, and that was yeah. gonna be terrible. No, it, 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 I it, do it not want to stop that at all. <laughs> Why am I stopping that train? All right. Next stop, shitty walking impression. <laughs> Let's do it. Here comes a very shitty walking impression. It will be terrible. I'm just up. letting you guys know. Here we go. Just stopping before you do an impression. You know, it's not bad, but it's not good either. What I can do is basically just Jay Moore doing walking. Jay, all right, oh, Christopher yeah. Walking, everyone. Good. Good everybody. Good. Thanks so much. I'm trying. Thank you. I'm trying. You are trying, sir. You're, you're doing more than trying. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, yeah, but uh, it, it, it's like I'm just in awe of uh, guys that can do that. And, like, even uh, Jay Moore, because I've heard people do Sandler before, 
And basically, when they do Sandler, it's just a lot of yeah. like it's, yeah, it's just oh, that yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Jay goes into it just completely. Yeah, actually, he, talks like him, right? And then, then forms whole words. Uh, it, like, have, have you, do you ever, Ralph, when you're ever watching TV, does some voice just come on? And you go, I've got to do that, or like, how do you get inspired for individual impressions? I, I tend to f- do the ones that just come easily to me because I'm lazy. <laughs> but if something happens on I the radio you. show, like when Schwarzenegger became governor, right? I had never done Schwarzenegger, but if I knew if we were going to have for the next four years those you would stories, have to do I would that. have to work on that. So right. I just pulled audio and I started working and stuff. But so, you, and in fact, uh, Morris told me that he started doing walking because he had to do it on Saturday Night Live. He had never really done it before. He started oh. doing it for oh, Saturday shit. Night Live. So sometimes necessity forces you to discover a voice you didn't even know you could do. Before, now, you know? was the first audio clip you pulled for reference from Schwarzenegger? Was it uh, "Get down, get down, get down from the water tower"? Was it <laughs> no, actually it was from Kindergarten Cop? By the way, it was uh, Batman Lucy and Duffy. Robin. I think. Oh, what? Yeah, what? Batman, Mr. Freeze is Batman. Oh, yeah. Wow. What was the like? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a cold time in the old town tonight. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awesome. The worst oh, Freeze, everybody. <laughs> that and the, uh, the scene where he's, he has no oxygen on Mars on Total Recall when he's, oh, uh, when he's outside. There's no atmosphere. He's going, I took all those guttural sounds. I said, and you're doing the face, though. That's what's brilliant about that. Yeah. The worst part. You know, every time I use the word J, I say ch. And that was the other thing I found. He's like, yeah, I, you know, when I was a, a bodybuilding, I used to impress the chuches. I was like, chuches? I didn't know the chuch. <laughs> Where did you grow oh, up again? the subtitling on this. Oh, it's the judges. Yeah, yeah right. the chuches. The judges. <laughs> yeah, oh, the chuches were always impressed by me because I was, uh, you know, I was incredibly huge, but I also had, uh, you know, I was lean and oiled up. Oh, the chuches loved that. He loved to get descriptive. Have you seen that YouTube video of him uh, after a bodybuilding competition? He's oh, talking the about lifting weights and he's infamous. Like, I get the same sensation from lifting weights as I got from coming. Yeah, and it's coming in a woman. Same. I'm so imagine for me what it's like. I'm coming all day long. I'm coming in, come in the morning. I come yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. The judges like <laughs> when I come. Sometimes I'm I come into judges. <laughs> I'm here with two Schwarzeneggers, and I look like Danny DeVito. This yeah. is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what the new twins is. It's two Schwarzeneggers and DeVito. And that's what the title is. Hey, I'm sold on that two one. Two Schwarzes and DeVito. That, but, like, uh, there's one there's one impression you do that's my favorite, and uh, I don't know where you pulled it from, why you decided to do it, is uh, Edwin. Edwin. Edwin is my favorite impression. Edwin. It's so lame and so random because very few people even know who Edwin is anymore. Right. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who don't, if you ever, maybe his most famous role was the Mad Hatter in uh, Disney's Alice in Wonderland. Uh, he did that voice in various. He was in Mary Poppins. Did oh, that's Disney right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who was he in Mary Poppins? He was the, the mustache? crazy uncle. No, the crazy uncle. I love to laugh. The one who's bouncing around the no ceiling. No shit. Yeah, that's Ed Wynn. Yeah, and, and he was a huge radio star back in the day. Back well, in the sure, 30s with that voice. And stuff, yeah, and did uh, movies and TV, and then sort of fell out of favor and did some stuff for uh, Disney, and then I think he died shortly after that. I mean, but how did you like out of all the impressions in the world? How did you go, Edwin? That's a voice I'd like to do. That was one of them that I just did for shits and giggles for my friends that I would do to make them laugh. And mm-hmm. then I, I needed a voice for the radio. We were doing some bit, and I needed like a crazy professor, mad professor <laughs> voice. incredible. Right. And so I just started talking like this. Oh, my goodness. Don't you know? It's so dangerous, this experiment we're doing. But, you know, life is for the living. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, my God. And people are like, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. You know what's heard. funny? That's not a person that anybody spends a moment thinking about no. in their day. But as soon as you do that voice, you get tapped into, like, an entire world of, like, experience of, like, 
I mean, I immediately am thinking of that whole scene of Mary Poppins and Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland and like, yeah. Great, great uh, voice. And no one ever does it. So I just started doing it. And then some of the listeners started getting a kick out of it. And then they sure. would show up to the Babylon show and they would scream out live, do, do That's Edwin. That's awesome. Stuff, so. it, I think on the last episode of Babylon, you actually had a guy think that he could do a dueling Edwin did, with you. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he didn't have a microphone, so you couldn't really hear him well, that well. I'm, but. I'm still going to stick the deck in my favor. It's my fucking show. What do you think? You want to set him up and make him look good? No, I had to win. I know what you're going to do because you think you do it better than me too, Brad. I don't do it better, but, that, but that's one of do my it, decent Edwin. impressions. Doing Edwin. All right, here's Brad Williams doing Edwin in front of the master you know while what? Adam you know dies. What? What's that? Save it because this is a perfect oh. time to segue into okay. uh, the second edition of a uh, our... F- <laughs> Recurring bit. Good. You've yeah. got a recurring bit. I like that. This is called, we did this uh, in the uh, second episode. It's called Celebrity Serenades, where we basically get celebrities to, over some sweet piano and saxophone, uh, <laughs> try to get their lady or, or step-granddaughter, in Morgan Freeman's case, uh, in the mood. And just because she is related to me, she's a step away from my real granddaughter. <laughs> I wish I could tell you I don't have a boner right now. I wish I could tell you. Uh, so let's get I some- paid for the sex toys with Visa. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he just kind of upstage you. I know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I bought my granddaughter a rubber dildo. <laughs> I paid for it with um, Visa. The gold card. So yeah, there is uh, there's our sweet serenade music. And, turn it up a little bit more. And, and we found out that no matter how absurd the voice, you can still sound... Somewhat sexy. Sure. So this when, is celebrities sidling up to the bar, young ladies at the bar, and they're oh, yeah. trying to oh, pick yeah. up line. Exactly. I got you. Yep. Exactly. So uh, think of a voice that you haven't done yet. All right. And uh, uh, Adam, do you want to go first, or do you want me to do my Edwin? Uh, no, I'll set it up. All right. I'll set it up. Sure. So uh, bartender uh, is in there. And... Hi, how you doing? Uh, can I get a Jack and Coke? <laughs> <laughs> Jay Leno. Oh, here's, here's something, lady. Here's something. You hear about this? You hear about this? Apparently, 42% of women like to have sex after dinner. 42% of women. You hear about this? Yeah, yeah, 42%. Yeah, sex with Ben and Jerry. <laughs> you know, I saw you sitting over here by yourself, and I said, ooh, look, look, look at those boobies. You know, here's a funny story about boobies. Last week, I was in Tallahassee doing stand-up, and I said to myself, I would love to rub my face in some tits right now. And here you are, and here I am. Have you, ha, have you ever had a chin between your tits? <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the key. Chin <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so that's that's Jay Leno. That's, to work that, that's, that's Jay Leno, and uh, me. I'm now. I'm going to do uh, Edwin, which is the voice you just heard uh, by Ralph Garman doing it way better than I will do. But uh, here, here we go. Ralph, you want to play the bartender in this? Sure. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Miss. Uh, this gentleman over here would like to buy you a drink. Let me introduce you. This is Ed. Oh my goodness, how are you? I was sitting across the bar, and I saw you in this dress, and I thought, Oh my goodness, this woman has got to get fucked tonight. <laughs> so, I, so I just decided to settle on, on over here and start talking to you. And I don't even care what your voice sounds like, as long as you're a screamer. Are you a screamer, honey? I love it, because life is for the living. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Williams. Brad Williams. That was all right, right? That was pretty good. That was strong, all right. That was strong. All right, I'm coming with it. Um. Now, uh, now we go to the mask. My turn. Yeah. Is there now? Uh, is there? Is there a special? I mean, we're gonna come back around. We're gonna go back around here. We're do another a round. Times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so just pick one of your favorites. We got, uh, uh, got time for a couple rounds. Uh, how about Mike Tyson? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. This is uh, pre-rape or post-rape. Uh, post. Okay. Post-rape. Okay. <laughs> I like. I had to think for a minute. Yeah, like, let, me, uh, let me put myself in the right. I'm more rate. connected to post-rape, Mike. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brad. Let's have you play the bartender. Just set him up. Uh, excuse me, sweetheart. Uh, before you uh, start drinking that. Yes. Uh, we have a, a drink that was bought by the gentleman over here. Oh, my God. Okay. Who? 
Hi there, nice to meet you. My name's Michael. I just wanted to say I think you're very, very beauteous. Thank you. I think it's tremendous how you're all dressed with those boobies that are coming out of your chesticles. Yeah, that's where they, they yeah, attach there. Yeah, fantastic. I just want you to know I didn't put anything in your drink. Uh, okay. Because my, <laughs> my raping days are really over. Okay. I'm rolling by pigeons these days. I'm just impressed by pigeons. Wow. Do you okay. like pigeons? I mean, I, I don't Holding hate pigeons are incredible creatures. Sure. I mean... They're, they're amazing with the whole wingliture. Wingle is that a word? I don't yes, think that's a word. And I'd like you to come back to my room I with me and see my, see my idea. pigeons. You're, who? See my pigeons. You really love pigeons. If you don't, I I'll just an, rape you anyway. I think that's, I'm <laughs> sorry, what? I'm sorry, did I say I, that loud? I think pigeons is metaphor for something. <laughs> it is, for roofies. <laughs> for roofies? Do you want to hold my pigeon roofies? <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Um, Mike Tyson, pick yeah, it up on well a woman. Done. A lot, well yeah, a lot, 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 lot of smooth yeah, that I thought might yeah, yeah, we got time for at least another round. Yeah, all right. All right. So uh, next it. up here is um, uh, Splinter from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go ahead and set me up. All right. Uh, uh, excuse me, Miss. Um, uh, this drink was purchased by this man. Uh, it's a it's a glowing or rat or rat. What <laughs> fuck it up, Brad? <laughs> uh, this dr this glowing dr green oozy drink was uh, purchased by this rat over here. Uh, I th I think he likes you. Hello. I saw you sitting across the table there with your hand in your lap. And I couldn't help but think to myself, I would like my hand to be in your lap. <laughs> Cowabunga. <laughs> if you unscramble that word, it means, let's have anal. <laughs> I realize I'm coming on a bit strong right now. But that's because I am raising four turtles. <laughs> and the responsibilities of fatherhood as a rat are much stronger than that of an actual father. <laughs> anyway, back to the anal. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're, we're, back to the anal. <laughs> we're getting the uh, we're, we're getting the one minute warning. Oh, so no. no, let's get let's get one. Well, more yeah, we got, yeah, yeah, we got yeah, we got one master. more from Ralph. All right, quick one. Uh, uh, Adam West, TV's Batman, hitting on a young lady at the bar. Uh, excuse me, uh, sir, the scow, uh, miss, uh, are you, you know, I can't tell, I've been wondering, you're a transvestite, aren't you? Yes. Either way, this guy would like to buy you a drink. Fantastic. Good evening, young lady. My name is Adam West. Not only TV's Batman, but mayor of Quahog. Wow, I'm very impressed by that. Listen, <laughs> I'm an elderly but famous actor, a TV icon, if you will. Do you have a star in the Walk of Fame? I do, as a matter of fact, thanks to my good friend Ralph Garman, who also gave me this bottle of Viagra. <laughs> I promise you, it will be a short but unpleasant experience. <laughs> that Quickly, sounds amazing. to my bat room. <laughs> oh, Adam my West, everyone. God. Oh. Uh, Ralph, Ralph. Dude, this was unbelievable. Thank you I so much. I have to come back and do this Dude, again. Sometime. You have to come back anytime you want. Uh, one more fun. time, our guest Ralph Garman. Uh, you can see his podcast with Brad, the Hollywood uh, Babylon, this mm -hmm. Saturday at 10 p.m. at the John Lovitz. Follow him on Twitter at Ralph Garman. Yeah. Uh, and and then, follow me at Adam Ray Comedy, and Brad at, at Funny Brad. Yeah. And uh, next week we will have a special guest. Uh, we can't say who it is yet, but trust me. You, you don't, don't have a guess. <laughs> you have no <laughs> okay, guess. Okay, you, you know, guess. You know you the coach. Don't. You got your coach. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
special guest. We can't say it is. He's right, so special. Right, right. You guys, and again, please subscribe to About Last Night on iTunes. Uh, download us and uh, every Monday live from 3 to 4 and ToadHopNetwork.com. I'm yeah. Adam Ray. I'm Brad Williams. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night. And please try to remember our names in the morning. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro. No mask, no metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.